You are listening to Moisture Festival Podcast. Welcome to the Moisture Festival podcast, folks. I am Mr. Matthew Baker, and I perform a weird comedy and stunt show. And I'm Louis Fox. Uh, in the festival, you know me uh, performing hand shadow puppets, but I'm also, my day job is I'm a magician. Yeah, we are both been performing at the Moisture Festival for a number of years, and this podcast is dedicated to peeling back the curtain and giving you a glimpse of some of the performers, the talent, the people, the volunteers, and the board of directors that make this festival possible. I think you'll be amazed at all the work that goes into making the festival possible, too. It's not just a bunch of people showing up and doing a show. They're building a community, which you can actually help sponsor and support through donations. You can do that with your time or financially at moisturefestival.org, and you click the contribute link, and there's tons of information on how you can help keep the festival running. And if this is the first time you're even hearing about the Moisture Festival, congratulations, you stumbled upon (laughs) something that's amazing. But it is a four-week festival that celebrates variety arts in the Fremont neighborhood of Seattle. And let me tell you, folks, I've been a part of this for almost 13 years, and it is one of a kind. Yeah, it's the, actually the largest festival of its kind in the world yeah. and features some of the best entertainers, comedians, hula hoopers, whatever you can think of. <laughs> they have it. <laughs> they have it. <laughs> And it happens actually in the months of March and April, and they do have world-class variety acts, but they also have a week-long worth of burlesque show. Yeah, at a venue on the Capitol Hill neighborhood of Seattle. Mm-hmm. So if you're listening to this during the festival, be sure to get your tickets, because 95% of the shows sell out. And you can get your tickets also by visiting the website moisturefestival.org. So be sure to check that out for all things Moisture Festival. This week we have one of the Moisture Festival for Photographers, we have John Cornicello joining us in the studio. We talk about his travels to Cuba. We talk about him coming to be the official photographer for the Moisture Festival. And his lifelong quest for the perfect chicken thigh. <laughs> it's super awesome. And you've seen his images all across the web with his Moisture Festival pictures. So we're going to get to the interview. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> All right, folks, we are lucky enough to have a very talented man in the Moisture Festival studios. We have the man who's been taking the photos and the images since the beginning. We have John Cornicello yes. in the basement. And Hello. If, if you do recognize him from on stage, you are super into the Moisture Festival because <laughs> you actually performed in the band. Yeah, so I was in the band for the first several years playing keyboards. Then I was also doing photos, and then on the nights we didn't play, and then some nights on the that we played, I'd play keyboards with the left hand and have a camera in my right hand, and, <laughs> and, still, and then finally decided one day that you know got to pick one of these, and the music was kind of ephemeral; it's there and it's gone. The photos would last for a while, and I think I, the Moisture Festival got more use out of the fest out of the photos than of me playing in the band. Honestly, like your images from the Moisture Festival is tells the story to everyone, all their social engagement, most of the performers like. F- 
promo shots come mm-hmm. from you? I know you. The festival first festival I did, you took pictures, and then mm-hmm. you did my um, promo shots, right. and you did his promo yep. shots as well. Yep. So, how did you get involved with? taking photos at the moisture festival outside of is it was it just it happened to be i was playing in the band and i decided hey i'll do the photos instead no those, or... the photos actually came first it was april 1st april fool's day 2004 mac devee said meet me with your camera and lights at rb's house in west seattle <laughs> and i get there and there's reverend chumbly and a snake sandy palmer <laughs> um godfrey daniels rb mac simon neal now was it a literal snake or a sketchy dude no, this was a real snake okay. around Chumley's neck, <laughs> and Chumley was dressed in a Tarzan outfit. Yeah, that makes sense. I've only seen Chumley in the Tarzan outfit, <laughs> Okay, so there's that. So you knew these guys ahead of time, or before? Well, I, I knew some of them. I, Mac and Simon, mostly, from the Fremont Players mm-hmm. and um, Cirque de Palm Bay and things of the past like that. I knew of RB and the others I got to meet that day, and we took some pictures, and they became the publicity photos for the first Moisture Festival, very... which happened about a month or so later. Oh, yeah, wow. that's awesome. And did you always have an affinity towards variety, vaudeville, burlesque, or did it sort of develop over time? It from... developed here. I mean, I, I got involved with the Fremont Arts Council and the Solstice Parades and Burning Man and Oregon Country Fair and kind of grew from there. Okay. It seems to be the common thread for everyone that that's, was at the Moisture Festival from day one was the Oregon Country Fair. Yes, yes. Almost all of us did something there. Um, I was involved down there with the um, Bureau of Artistic License. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I know those guys. Yeah, so I I got to lead that group for a couple of years. So what is the Bureau of Artistic License? uh, We just made artistic licenses that people could come in and do some performance or make some art, and we gave them a license that they can (laughs) carry around the fair. Uh, I'm a licensed artist. That actually came from Burning Man, where we did ARF passports, the Artist Republic of Fremont. Ah. And the country fair folks saw that down there and said, well, can you make a version of this for a country fair? Ah. And we brought that up there. That's amazing. Now, um, this is interesting because a bunch of people that we've interviewed from the Moisture Festival already are New York transplants. Uh-huh. And you grew up in New York? Yeah, I was born in Brooklyn, raised in New Jersey, and had a photo studio in Manhattan. Wow. Okay. And you did commercial photos? Yeah, a large format advertising work. All right. What's the coolest or most memorable thing you, you took pictures of? Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> actually, so actually I, was, I was a photo assistant <laughs> on that one, and we spent 14 hours trying to find the perfect lie going through – and. KFC has to be cooked in the stores. So I drove a van around New York City going to different stores and looking th- through their, their chicken they were cooking to find the perfect thigh. <laughs> did you have to buy it or do you have like a <laughs> Well, we were we were working for for KFC, yeah. so they would just have us go get a tray of of thighs from each store and bring them in and <laughs> And what were, what were the th- things that you were looking for in a thigh? What do you look for in a chicken thigh? I, I'm not sure. We had food stylists that, that worked on that part of it. I just brought them to them, and they'd go through them, and sometimes they'd take the skin off and sew it back on so it looks a little tauter and, well, and they like things like that. Well, they gave it like wow. a thigh lift? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So those you did all sorts of commercial shoots, uh, spreads for magazines. Yeah, it was mostly advertising, uh-huh. um, you know, Photograph cameras and well, did you did you go to school for t- photography? Uh, I went to a liberal arts school, but I had a really good photo teacher there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Navy guy named Ed Scully, 
And I remember one day in class, someone saying, you know, how come you never pat anyone on the back? And someone else yelled at, because he's too tired from kicking everyone in the ass. <laughs> he, never, you know, he never had a good thing to say about, about your work, but, but he just kept driving you along. And some people prefer that sort of teaching mm-hmm. method, right? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't mind it, yeah, but I, I some don't. people get, you know, it's defeating <laughs> for them. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had a mentor that didn't believe um, you learned anything from compliments. Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn better from criticism. Uh, and I you have to learn to take both. I mean, if you believe your compliments, you have to believe your criticism, too. Yeah. yeah. As a performer, you probably see that Absolutely. if you get reviews. Yes, definitely. <laughs> see, I'm one to believe, like, I always try and meet the audience after the show, regardless if it's a good or bad show, because it's like you can't just have mm-hmm. the adulation, right? And like, you don't know if it was a good or bad show sometimes. Yeah. Oh, you, you and Sometimes you know. do know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you generally know. <laughs> So you started, you start, you got out of school, you got this job out of college or? Yeah, from college, I went to work in, in, as an assistant in a couple of photo studios. And then about two years later, I went off on my own, did that for a while. Then computers came around and I started doing databases and I was getting more calls for help with, with programming databases and then got into typesetting. And then I worked for Adobe for 20 years. Oh, wow. What'd yeah, you do for Adobe? I did online communities, which basically I watched people yell at each other. <laughs> <laughs> Early social media. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, so you just kind of like monitored or helped out? in Some the, like monitoring, a, like a some chat. helping, keeping the servers running, things okay. like that. Um, yeah. And that's what brought me out here to Seattle was to work on that. Ah. Is, it, is Adobe in Seattle? They have an office here in Fremont. Gotcha. And so had you been here prior to? I was here for a year before I started working there. Okay. I came to work for a company called Thunder Lizard Productions doing Photoshop and PageMaker conferences. Where, of... where like training conferences? Yeah, where you go to the hotel and you have an audience of a couple of hundred people and put up the big screens. I was doing the this projection work and setting up the computers and all for that and teaching a couple of classes in between. Photography was just a side hobby or dur- during all of this? During that time, yeah. I, I did photography in New York. Then when I came out here, I did the computer stuff with mm-hmm. photography on the side. But I used to joke that the Adobe stuff was my moonlighting and the photography was my yeah. thing. It's just that <laughs> Adobe put money in my yeah. bank every two weeks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> photography doesn't always do that. <laughs> and so you moved to a great spot, especially for the arts, right? Yeah. You're coming to Fremont. Yes. You know, it's like you're surrounded by weirdos and musicians and other photographers, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, the other photographer that's been there all along is Michelle Bates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's up in Fremont, too, where she was. She recently moved to Bellingham. Yeah. Which has another thriving arts scene. And she's also splitting some time on Vashon now. Ah. Now, did you know her before the Moisture Festival? Yes, I did. Okay. Uh, She came in actually to Adobe to our camera club once to show her work and talk about things. Oh, that's cool. Ah. And she's another transplant from New Jersey. Oh, is she? <laughs> yes. Wait, what is that? Like, I feel like there's something in the water out there. You're like, we got to get clean water. <laughs> Do you know any of the uh, performers in the Moisture Festival? Do you know them from your days in New York or or everyone you know you met I, here? Everyone here, except that a really good friend of mine in New York was dating one of the Karamazov brothers back oh. then. Ah. And it all kind of tied together when I moved out here. I said, oh, so these are the guys she's always talking about. I feel like <laughs> if uh, you're a, a young woman from New York, you're probably dating a Karamazov. <laughs> <brother. laughs> At that time, yes. <laughs> and still, I was just out there. They were, they were very busy. <laughs> <laughs> and so you came out here. And so when the first Moisture Festival uh, came along and you walk into that room with all these performers and 
they say, uh, we're going to put on this festival called mm-hmm. the Moisture Festival. Are you like, this sounds great? Or what are you talking about? Or that's such a weird name? Or I don't know if we had the name yet. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure about that. It was just, let's take pictures of all these odd characters. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if you've been to Arby's house, but he's got a trapeze hanging in the middle. Mm-hmm. So we had people up on the trapeze and Godfrey Daniels on the ground, but taller than the people on the trapeze. Yeah, that's and awesome. Chumley and his snake. Yeah. And <laughs> You're like, this is how we're going to sell this oh, festival. <laughs> oh, we got it. People are going to eat this up. <laughs> this beats driving around New York looking for a chicken thigh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, all these people come to me? So what's kind of interesting is the first year... We did it in, in the tent in Fremont, yeah. and there's virtually no photos of that. I did not take photos during that except for one show of the Fremont players doing Jack and the Beanstalk. Because uh-huh. so you're busy playing. Right. Yeah. right. We didn't even think about it. It was only really ran one weekend maybe or, uh-huh. or two weekends. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a picture of RB outside painting, hand-painting a sign saying the Canote brothers are going to be here tonight. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and that's about it. And so is there any other memory from that very first festival when it was going on? You're like, we, we got something special here or uh, what the hell are we doing? Or <laughs> I don't – I really don't have – Why are we a having a festival outside <laughs> yeah, in a tent, tent in March? <laughs> Actually, I think it was in in May that year. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a little – because April is when we did the photos. Uh Yeah, so it was a little later, a little better weather maybe. So when – throughout the years, Mm -hmm. you know, you were capturing – Essentially, almost you're. I think you're at every every show or almost every show. It seems like it. Yeah, um, we've, we've all missed a few here and there, but I think Tim first has probably been to the most shows, mm-hmm. and I'd say Michelle and I probably in second place, probably tied for second place of being to the most moisture festival shows. Yeah, you guys should have like a running tally because right? right? a lot of the producers got sick. And we're out for a week here or a week there. Ah. You know, there's always the backstage crud, and somehow we managed to avoid most of that. Yeah, because you're you're out taking pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you're, not, you're not mingling with the riffraff. <laughs> well, I love your photos. I mean, you re- you really do capture the essence of the fun and mm-hmm. the Thanks. sort of community that the Moisture Festival is. And it's not you're not just taking pictures of the performers. You're taking pictures of the volunteers. Yeah, the crew, I like to the hang audience. backstage and do a lot of photos of portraits of everyone involved. Yeah, a couple of times we even and set up a backdrop and lights and did photos of people backstage and that's probably the most fun for me is to yeah absolutely. to work on those i mean there's just so many pictures you can take of a certain person playing a guitar on stage <laughs> you know? i did a fundraiser recently with you mm-hmm. for the moisture festival and you were taking pictures and so i'm there and you go get in here take a picture so we took a picture and there's like this little asian girl and you're like Get take a picture with her. <laughs> like, not even my kid. It turned out really well too. I showed it to my daughter. I'm like, you could be this. <laughs> She's just looking for her mother. It's an amazing picture. Her mother sees. You had my child the whole time. I was looking for her for an hour. Now I'm always curious because you know you are you know you're capturing these people as they're performing, mm-hmm. and how do you balance enjoying the performance, or is it just you're focused on? the the photo you're at work well i get to enjoy it because it's vaudeville and they mm. do the same show every night <laughs> <laughs> so you know the first night i may do more the pay attention to the act yeah. more and get to enjoy it and then i'll know what's happening and then i can take it from there oh uh, yeah it's like a little reconnaissance yes, right you, like, yeah. you know their movements right. you know what what moments to capture mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Is there uh, certain moments in the Moisture Festival? I mean, you've been there almost 16 years now. Yeah. Is there one anything that like, oh, you tell your friends that don't know anything about the Moisture Festival, you're like, you got this one time, this guy did this. Well, there's this guy who 
Pippen tries to balance a, a bowling ball on his forehead. <laughs> no one wants to see that. I can, oh, okay. I, I can testify <laughs> to that. <laughs> now, you started doing a thing called the Chair Project. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. My wife and I bought a an old chair at a garage sale, and we had it in my house, and I took a self-portrait in it one day, posted it online, and all of a sudden, friends started saying, hey, I want to be in that chair, and... From there, I've probably photographed six or seven hundred people in it over the years wow. for the past four years or so. That's amazing. And it's just a chair, though, right? Yeah, it was I'm... just just this old antique chair, and then I got an egg chair. Ah. And so the, lately, I've been doing more egg chair than the classic chair. The classic chair is pretty old and beat now. Ah. We're, we're saving it for someday to put it in the museum when someone Absolutely. finally discovers me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, that original photo, that self-portrait, it, it looks antique like uh-huh. kind of sort of Victorian a little bit. Yeah, it's great. I love Thanks. it. So you have the chair project. Mm-hmm. I've looked on, on your site. You have some a, a folder of amazing Cuba photos. Yes. I mentioned that's. I mean, I've been there a number of times, uh-huh. and it is a photographic playland. Yeah, right? it was, I mean, it's, it's great and great people there. Yeah, I mean, uh, the colors, yeah. the, old, the old buildings. The old buildings, the old cars. Yeah. But now oh, yeah. you used to go down there before Cuba had opened up briefly, right? Yeah, this was 2014, so... Um, this was probably to, right around it was then. As when Obama was opening things up. Okay. Because I remember, I've been just there twice, I think 14 and 16, and I'm trying to remember when the Rolling Stones were there, because it was like Obama was there one oh, weekend, yeah. the Rolling Stones the next weekend, and me the next weekend. <laughs> That's a trifecta. So, right. Was, so I, there was less build, fanfare building, for your arrival. They were building up for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually when I go to countries, it's, I need Obama and the Stones <laughs> to be That's my opening acts. <laughs> <laughs> I, why, why was the Stones a big deal? Because they, they're not U.S. citizens, right? <laughs> Aren't they European? Yeah, they're yeah. British. Yeah, but, they, it, but it was to do the big concert there uh, and bring in all their sound gear and equipment and the uh, like and do yeah. a free concert. They had to bring in their union. And the Cubans <laughs> are like, we've never even heard of this band before. <laughs> <laughs> they just might make it. <laughs> Who are, why are these old guys yelling at us? <laughs> I mean, Americans have a very different view of Cuba than, yeah. than the rest of the world. I mean, when I was there, I got to hang out with the camera club with people there. And they had some pretty nice cameras. Oh, yeah. You know, and they asked me, well, how'd you do this? Well, my son lives in Germany, and when I visit him, I get a yeah. camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah they're able to leave. You know, some, pe- some people some people are people, able to sure. leave. And, you know, and then a lot of a lot of other countries visit Cuba, mm-hmm. just not the United States. Not a, yeah. and I imagine it's hard then. That's why they have all the old cars. It's harder to get a car back than a camera. I think, yeah. I think partially now they're hip to the idea that people like the old cars. <laughs> well, as, that too. As, yeah, and so... It's, there's going to be facades on like yeah, a Yeah, it's, it's a novelty now because they do have regular cars there Sure, also. they're chi- mostly Chinese yeah. and but, Korean cars, but, but a lot of their old cars, they've rebuilt with uh, diesel engines yeah. and with Toyota drivetrains. Mm-hmm. Uh, so every once in a while you, you find people are really proud they have an original 1956 with uh, all the original parts and other ones are proud that I, re- I have this 1956 body and I've rebuilt everything else yeah. in it it's a I lawnmower mean, engine they have amazing <laughs> amazing resources they can make things out of almost anything else yeah well I took my dad there uh, two years ago and he found his first car as a kid it was like a 1958 Thunderbird, <laughs> and he found it. It was in perfect condition, and it was pretty cool to watch him sort of have that experience. Yeah, and even as an amateur, like for me, someone who just <clears throat> takes phones with my cell phone, like it is the the <laughs> coolest photos came out. And your photos are amazing. And oh, thanks. You can see that on your site, which is johncornicello.com. Mm-hmm. So other stuff about you, you got you have on on that site. You have a blog with some 
all sorts of musings. Yeah, a lot of fo- photo tips and st- things about studio lighting and the like. And, and you wrote a book called Anatomy, Anatomy of, of a Studio Portrait, yeah. which is available on Amazon. And it's got a five-star review. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As a five-star review. <laughs> Perfect not, five. Not, not reviews, right? Just review. <laughs> I was very careful with my words. <laughs> and so that book is is just a sort of a rundown of how to like create a studio. And... Right, how I how I work. The things I go through when I'm preparing for, for to do a studio portrait, what what I think about but the mental space you have to so like when Louis Fox is coming in for a studio <laughs> session with you what is some mental things that you have to prepare for <laughs> uh, drop cloths on the floor yeah, yeah. 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 Pr- pr- protection of some sort <laughs> there's going to be a lot of glitter flying around <laughs> you know it's my my agent hates the picture of, of the confetti in the uh-huh. air you took of me but that's the picture everyone chooses oh well <laughs> she's like that's not you. I'm like, it's a fun picture. She's like, when do you do that in your show? show. I'm like, it's half my show. Well, it's funny. You took a picture of me and uh, I have matches in my mouth and a flame coming out. And everyone asks me, is that a joint? I'm like, I'm like no. Oh, matches. <laughs> you do all sorts of stuff, not only with performers. I've saw some stuff with some... Uh, uh, what I don't know what you called it, like a preg- pregnancy, like people maternity, maternity photos. photos, right? And uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I like I like working that way. Yeah, and so you do you are these certain things that you promote too? Do you promote these specific shoots, these genre shoots? Yeah, most there? of most of my stuff is word of mouth from other people. I don't, I haven't really updated the web page that much, and just post things on Facebook or Instagram, and have a lot of friends in the theater. And, yeah, and they kind of bring others in. Uh, do a lot of theater promotion stuff for like Cafe Nordo and for Mark Sandler oh, yeah. Productions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, what's cool is that you—it's sort of like you have a widespread of different types of stuff that probably keeps it pretty interesting yeah, for you, definitely. on a daily basis. Uh-huh. Today we're doing someone a maternity photo. Uh-huh. Today we're doing a guy who catches a bowling ball, and you're like, like Wednesday yeah. chicken thighs again, <laughs> chicken thigh Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> and so you also have a YouTube channel, which is I don't you didn't more photo tr- tips and tricks. Gotcha. So tutorials, yeah. tutorials. On... That's yeah, it's the word. So do you get frustrated with all these people like now that they think that they're professional photographers on their phone and there's all these apps and no. sort of? I mean, there's there's so many people out there that need photos. And, yeah, you know, it's it's always been that way. I mean, I have a book that was written in 1943 that complains about while well, the Boys are off at war. Everyone's back here is now picking up these little 35 millimeter cameras and hanging out a shingle. And, you know, and, and there's people are still saying that it's going to always yeah. be that way, but there's room for the professionals. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. Moses was like, all these darn whippersnappers <laughs> chiseling into their tablets. <laughs> now, is there a movement to go back to film? Are there still people that shoot on film? There's a lot of people shoot on film and it keeps having big resurgence. I, I personally don't miss film at all. Uh-huh. I mean, film, I had to wait 30 minutes or 60 minutes for the E6 slides to come back. You know, now I can see them in 20 seconds or so. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Did you used to process your own film or develop your own pictures? Uh, No, the E6 stuff was, I shot slides mostly. Uh, I I did darkroom work sometimes for other people, Mm -hmm. but for myself, no. Yeah, there's like that classic story of the guy who shot the picture of Jimi Hendrix lighting his guitar on fire. It was Mm -hmm. like the extra shot on the roll mm-hmm. it was like the 37th Seventh, photo yeah. or something yep. like that it's like <laughs> i would imagine like just 
when you're shooting film, you don't know if you got the shot or not. Right. Well, even digital. I mean, I, I don't have time to look at the at the photo. Oh, true. As we're shooting a performance stuff. Maybe in the studio you can take time and do one. But back in the day, we used Polaroids for that. Mm. Oh, gotcha. Mm. Yeah. Now, is there? Have do you ever mess around with like tin types or old like uh, you know that sort of like? No, I have a number of friends who do that and. That's, I'll let them do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I collect in types. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, who takes your picture? Ooh, I do a lot of self portraits. Ah, you don't uh, trust it with nobody else. Uh, no, I would have. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy on either side of the camera. One of those strange photographers, but I figure if you're going to photograph people, you might as well be used to being photographed yourself. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but almost every time I set up for something, I'll step in and do a, a selfie before the person arrives, just to see get the light sort of where I want them and to get started. So, yeah, I'm happy on either side of the camera. So photography is a lot of people's hobbies. Mm-hmm. What are your hobbies? Photography <laughs> and, and music. And music. So As you I play. Said, I played in the band for for a few years in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, lately, I've been diagnosed with Parkinson's, and it's affecting my left hand. It's shake, and my fingers don't move as well as before. So the music's more around home. I'll just play on some keyboards, and I've got a couple of synthesizers, and those are monophonic, so I can play right-hand stuff and twiddle the knobs with the left hand still. Uh, that's cool. Yeah. And You're going to be like the keyboard Def Leppard's drummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> forgot about him. Yeah. <laughs> and your wife, Kim, also plays, and she was in the Fremont Philharmonic Philharmonic for years, too, playing flute and piccolo. And is that how you met? No, we met at a software conference in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Even more romantic of a story. Yes. <laughs> so she is she was she from Seattle also? No, or? she was from Denver, living in Albany, New York at the time. Okay, once again that New York connection. <laughs> yeah, right. And yeah. does she still play in the Fremont Philharmonic? No, no she she gave that up. Uh, she's semi-retired, like so. Uh. Does she volunteer at the Moisture Festival? Uh, she did box office for a few years, okay. but, but she's now her life is trekking and mountain climbing and things ah, like that. So oh, that's great. She's climbed Mount Rainier. She's been to Everest Base Camp. Oh, wow. And, oh. and now her big thing is trekking in Japan. Oh, wow. So wow. she's got a couple of trips coming up, and they happen to be during Moisture Festival. Oh, gotcha. So. Well, I imagine that's a good time to go, if especially because you're so busy taking the photos. So and it's also the cherry blossom time there. Oh, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> Yeah. We used to have a cherry blossom tree in our yard, and whenever it would bloom, the way the wind blew, it'd dump all of the blossoms. It's like snow. <laughs> onto yeah. the neighbor's yard. Our yard <laughs> had none. Lucked out. <laughs> it was the best. So uh, what's some what's some things that you're hoping to, I mean, you've been shooting photos for, what, 40 years, 50 years? Yeah, since about 1973, maybe I picked up a camera. Okay, yeah. So, and what made you pick up? You just I went to an all-boys high school, so it wasn't to meet the girls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess a friend of mine worked in, a, in the camera department of a department store and suggested I buy a camera, so I spent $69, bought a camera, and it's just bloomed from there. What's some things that you that are next on the docket like maybe some like maybe going to like japan and t- doing photos out there is there like some stuff that you're hoping to accomplish here in the next... uh, well i've got a couple of workshops that I, I work on there's the palm springs photo festival in may down in palm springs mm-hmm. it's 108 degrees but it's a dry uh, heat yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so i've worked there for the past four years helping out and then in september i'm doing a nude photo workshop in carmel and big sur now, oh, is cool. that the photographers are nude? <laughs> Not usually, but... <laughs> I came in to get my Depends prom photos photo done. done. <laughs> Depends on how well the shoot goes. <laughs> Just trying to get my baby photos done. That's kind of weird. <laughs> and so that's... Uh, how long has that been going um, 
Which one? The nude, the nude one. I, I do, I do this workshop every few years. It's with a photographer named Kim Weston, who's the grandson of Edward Weston, who's mm-hmm. a pretty famous American West photographer. And I imagine the the thing with that is lighting the body, making interesting yeah, and sort of because there it's, we do all natural light, day, uh-huh. daylight stuff, some outdoor things and the like. Things I don't tend to do here. I tend to work almost always in the studio up uh-huh. here in Seattle. Or whether it's conducive to studio work. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Unless you're at the Moisture Festival, and it's like, I mean, it's animated. And, yeah, you know. but we're indoors there, too. Yeah, you know? true. So using, using the stage lights and the like. Is there, like, one, like, crowning sort of thing you're like, I got to go and I want to photo- photograph the bat migration in Samoa or the monarchs in... South Africa is there something no, I don't they don't have nothing no, you nothing, don't got nothing. a photo bucket list <laughs> no not <laughs> once you took both of our promo <laughs> challenge that's right <laughs> hey, what else where can, where I, can I, I go from there I, I kind of peaked right about there <laughs> <laughs> is there one photo that you think is sort of summarizes the moisture festival that you've taken like one iconic photo or two that you think re- epitomizes what the moisture festival is a couple that I like are at the end of the festival where the the performers do their bows on stage and then run through the audience uh-huh. and taken from the stage. So it's the audience at the back of the performers with hockey holding up an umbrella with the oh, with, with the, the water, water on, yeah. and running out and spinning around through the audience. So things like that are yeah. a lot of fun. Which is honestly like a very uncomfortable moment for me in the <laughs> show because it's it, there's like this level of vulnerability because you're not like you come – you've done your show mm-hmm. – you come out and you receive your applause, but then they're like, okay, now go out in the audience and dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now it's out of our control. <laughs> and you're which, like, uh. <laughs> Which might be kind of one of the, the the neater things about that is now we're not in this controlled world that we as the performer are creating. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're in, a, in their world. Yeah. Because yeah. I always hate that moment too, but I also enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I enjoy it because it is pushes it makes you feel Boundaries. a little bit uncomfortable because yeah. you're like, okay, I can run and dance, but then what do I do after that? And then people are leaving and then you're, <laughs> they're not making eye contact with you and <laughs> So that's cool. Yeah, and if you want to see his photos johncornicello.com and do you have Instagram also? Yeah, cornicello photo. Cornicello photo. And also the chair project. The chair project. And, and is that its own website or is it on your Those are two Instagrams. Oh, two Instagrams, the chair project. Yeah. And you you can see his photos all plastered on all the moisture festival stuff on the side of mm-hmm. buses, on billboards, <laughs> on advertisements and hopefully we can track down the the chicken leg. <laughs> the chicken thigh. <laughs> yeah, I, I I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you for coming in, John. We really sure. appreciate it. Sure, this has been fun. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. All right, folks. Well, that's it for today. Just a quick few plugs. Of course, go to moisturefestival.org for all things Moisture Festival. You, they also have a Facebook page, an Instagram, and a YouTube that you can sign up for. And you can get all the information if you want to volunteer, if you want to donate, or if you want to fill out the questionnaire to be considered as a performer as well. You can do that all on their site. If you want to find out more information about Louie and I, you can find Louie at louiefox.com. That's with two X's. Yes, and you can find Matt at Comedy 
stuntshow.com. You can also check out the podcast that Matt and I do called the Odd and Offbeat Podcast at oddandoffbeat.com or on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, all that jazz. If you like weird and unusual news stories, that's where you need to go because the Odd and Offbeat Podcast is all things weird. Yes. So check that out. If you like this podcast, you will love our podcast. So be sure to check that out. So we want to thank our guests for today. That was a lot of fun. And and we want to thank all the donors and volunteers and performers that make the Moisture Fest happen as well. Without yeah. them, we wouldn't be here talking to them. Absolutely. So get your little slice of Moisture Festival at moisturefestival.org. And thanks so much for listening, folks. See you soon. Thank you for listening to Moisture Festival Podcast.